This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. How are you doing today? We have the one, the only, and yes, the legendary Jonathan Twomley. How are you doing, sir? Great. How are you, Michael? Oh, I'm doing well, man. Thank you very much for that first episode. Hopefully people go back and listen to that because again, you make your money when you buy, but you also, many of you are going to lose your butt because you're buying bad deals today. Uh, it was a great interview. But Jonathan, in this particular discussion, I want to talk about expectations. And what I really want to focus on is you and I are now helping people change their financial futures, improve their financial futures. And, you know, thousands of people now are, are in our networks and, and all of that. And I just want to have an honest discussion about expectations, right? You know, I, we both work really hard to put together the roadmap, the steps, the plan, the vision. We, we live what we've done, right? We have documented history. Um, but I, the, the big thing I want everybody who follows my course, how to get started one rental at a time is you got to do the work. I, I'm not going to do, I can't do the work for you. I won't do the work for you. I've already earned my financial freedom. So I don't need to do that again. But I'm, I'm, I thoroughly enjoy helping people get on the road and answer the hard questions. But if you're not going to focus and do the daily work, I can't help you. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't magically happen because mm -hmm. you took a course. Right? Yeah. And, and, as, and as good as you know, my program is, and I'm sure Michael's program is as well, knowing Michael, uh, you know, knowing what you would put together for a program, I'm sure it's excellent. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it, we can sort of teach you everything you need to know and we can answer the questions that you have as things come up, but mm -hmm. without actually going and doing the stuff that's in the programs, you know, actually taking this, the steps that are outlined there, making it a mm -hmm. habit, uh, mm -hmm. you won't get any result from it. And you wind up just wasting your money on these programs, yep. you know, and, and neither of us want you wasting your money. I mean, no. I, I, don't, I don't want people, and it happens all the time, people come into my program and it's not, it's not a high price price program but it's very high priced if you sign up and then you never use yeah, if you do nothing right? it's kind of yeah yeah and i and i have this happen all the time where people <clears throat> people sign up because they're all like full yeah. of you know enthusiasm that they're going to get rich and then they open the course one time and uh they paid all this money and they they dig into it and they're like oh this isn't too much work and yeah and then they and they never show up again and like and and they've meanwhile spent all this money on it yeah. right and uh and it's, it's just, it's just unfortunate. Like you're going into one of these programs, you have mm -hmm. to really be committed to doing the work. And then after the program is over or that you've finished the course or whatever the case is to continue to do the things yeah. that are recommended that you do. And that's, and just the only way that you're going to get the success is by doing them day in and day out and, yeah. and, and, and trying to improve your process too. I mean, I look back at the way that I did things before and I realized like, I also even though I was willing to work, there was a part of me too that wanted things easy, right? So I didn't, I didn't yeah. like dig in as much as I should have in underwriting. And, and part of it was like not knowing as obviously I know a lot more about it now. I know because yeah. things have come up, you get, you gain experience and you start incorporating that into your model, right? But like, 
it was, you know, it, it seemed very easy to me at first. I remember sort of yeah. looking around going, really, is it this easy? And then I had, then I had like, you know, then it was when the hard stuff started. Yeah. Right. So um, it, it is not easy. And if you think it's easy, like watch out because you're yeah. about to have a very unpleasant surprise happen to you. So you, you yeah. have to be trying to think of these things ahead of time. And, and that's why like guidance from someone like me or Michael is good because we can help you. We can point out the stuff yep. for you that you're not thinking of, that we didn't think of when we were in your mm -hmm. position, right? You know, I, I even had a, um, I had an experience not too long ago with a student of mine who, um, who got, who was shown an off-market deal by a broker. Okay just so happened that I had seen the same deal. Right? And, and he was like already, he was like, I think this is a great deal. I, this oh. is, it looks like it's really good. It's going to cash flow. And he, he was lucky because, and I obviously cannot promise this to everybody because I don't see every deal in the world, right? Just, right. It was just a lucky thing that I happened to see the same deal. And I, and I, I had underwritten it because I was interested in it. And just realized that the that the financials that, that we were given just didn't make any sense at all. Yeah, right? they were. And and I had to point out to him, look, this is what's missing. You've got these like major expenses that are not here, and this is not really an eight cap. This is like a four cap deal yeah. if, if you're lucky, right? And yeah. and and he like walked away from that, going, oh my god, like what did I just? I, I just like avoided a lot of pain, right? But yeah. It's, it's that kind of, but that comes from experience. That comes from having looked at a lot of deals and done your own deals and knowing what it costs to run a deal that when you look at a broker package, you can say, this is complete BS, right? This is not, does not yeah, you're, any, yeah. any, any, you know, any connection to reality, right? So um, that, but you have, but that, you know, that takes yeah, experience that, and experience comes from doing the work. Experience absolutely. comes from doing the work. Yeah, and again, folks, if you need more evidence that uh, our episode number one today is valuable, just think about that deal. Because I guarantee you, Jonathan, that deal got done by someone. Oh, well, listen, I'll, I know this. I, I mean, I didn't actually see the that it closed, but I'll tell you what happened. They were asking for ninety thousand a door for this deal, right? Mm -hmm. When I after I underwrote it with the expenses that I knew were going to be incurred on the deal. Uh, I, I was like, I don't really think this is worth more than about 60 okay. a door. And I, I said that to the broker and the broker said, well, we already have offers for 85 and 87. Right? So I know that somebody was looking at the deal yeah. and they were going to, they were going to assume that the cost structure, that they were going to inherit that cost structure. Yeah, right. Do. And, and, and I made that mistake when I started out, yeah. I made the mistake because I heard, Oh, underwrite on actuals. Right. So, <laughs> I, so I underwrote on the actuals. What I didn't understand was that my actuals would be different from the seller's actuals. <laughs> there are some there are some things that you can rely on, some cost items that you can rely on, yeah. And there's others that you can't because it's going to change when you buy, yeah. right? Your insurance is going to change, your property taxes are going to change, your management cost is going to change, right? All those things are going to change. So mm -hmm. if you assume that you're going to have the same cost structure as, and that, when I was talking in the last segment about overpaying and not knowing it, on on that deal I overpaid. I thought mm -hmm. I was getting a great deal because I underwrote on actuals and the actuals said I was going to get this kind of cash flow. And then lo and behold, what happens? Property management, you know, like I take the deal over yeah. and then the property manager is like, you know, I mean, I, and I just, and every cost that came through my insurance, double what the guy yeah. was 
right? My taxes were probably double what the guy was paying before. You know, he, he, yeah. he, he, had, he had like a skeleton crew of yeah. people on the, on the property. And my property manager was like, you can't run a property. Like but that, he was yeah. flipping it. So he was, he was not, he was intentionally running it, you know, skinny. short-staffed, skinny, mm-hmm. right? To make the financials look good. I came in and the property manager said, you can't, you can't run a property this big with two people. Right? <laughs> you can't do it. But what did I know? Because I underwrote on actuals, right? Yeah. So, um, and that's the kind of thing that you, that you, if you don't have that experience yourself, you know, you can, you can gain it by say underwriting a ton of deals, or you can gain it by working with someone like me or Michael, who's going to mm-hmm. say, Hey, look, yeah. I just looked at this underwriting you did, you know, you're missing these things, or this is what's going to happen. It's just like, it just, I just laid it out in my, my program. Like these are the cost items that are going to change Yeah, and you cannot rely on, on the seller or the broker, right. To tell you the truth about these costs. And they may mm-hmm. vary and they vary from buyer to buyer. That's the other thing. It's like, it could be a good deal for someone if depending on how they're set up, do they have their own management company or are they going to, or is this, the only property that they own and they live there and they're going to manage it themselves, assuming that the lender is going to let them, right? right. Which, right. Which is often not the case. You know, there's a whole, all these things that go into this that will change the cost structure from buyer to buyer. Mm-hmm. Chances are, if you're starting out as a syndicator, you're not managing this yourself and you don't no. have a $50 million portfolio that allows you to get a break on your insurance. Right. And the taxes are going to go up because they will, right. Yeah. Because, that, because they go up on sale. Right. So, mm-hmm. You know, you may, you, if you're not, if you are not the GM of the property personally yourself, you have to pay for a GM, right? Mm-hmm. So all these costs that people don't think about, and, and it varies from, from buyer to buyer, right? Yeah. So, yeah, what I, what I just want people to hear, you know, if, you, if you're coming into this business, single family homes, syndication, multifamily, you've got to do the work, right? And, and that's why when I was building my course way back at the beginning, I, I didn't mess around, right? I was like, okay, we're going to find out who's who in the zoo because step one in my course is work. None of this, you know, beliefs and your whys and networking. It's like, nope, we're going to find out who's going to start this course off right. Step one is you got to start building your spreadsheet, right? I call it focus and daily discipline. All I ask for is 20 minutes a day. That's it, right? And, you know, you're going to start building and learning your market. I call it your little focus area, three bedroom, two bath, you know, 1,000 to 1,500 square feet in this part of town. And we're just going to figure it out. What, and what I'm trying to give people is I'm trying to build confidence, confidence mm-hmm. through repetition, consistency, and it's working, but it's only working for the students who do the work. If you buy the course and you don't do the work, I can't help you, right? It, it doesn't. Yeah. just ooze into you because you spent 300 bucks. It just yeah. doesn't happen. I mean, I, it's the same thing, Michael. I, I like, I set up my course as a, you know, I call it multifamily launch pad intentionally because it is supposed to be the launch pad that launches you into business, but you have to actually go through the steps that I lay out in the program. Like if you're looking for deals, you have to do the things that I tell you to do to get brokers to pay attention to. If you don't do them, yeah. You're not, it's not going to work, right? You're not, deals are not going to fall into your lap, at least not good ones, right? And, you know, and you have to go through the process and you have to be, you know, and I think what happens is a lot of people actually, they, they get scared, they lose confidence, whatever mm-hmm. it is, and they just don't, or it just, it's, it's work and they just don't want to do it, you know, and, and so they don't follow through. And of course, if they don't follow through, they don't, they don't get the result. You just can't, you can't yeah. do it. You have to be out there 
talking to people, talking to brokers, talking to investors, doing that work on a consistent basis. And like you said, this is not, this, this does not need to become a full-time job, Mm-mm. but you have to do it consistently for it to be working. And, you know, I always tell students all the time, it doesn't matter really, like say, for instance, if you're trying to build a funnel of investors, right. Mm-hmm. And you, and you're doing some kind of podcast, YouTube channel, blog, it doesn't matter what you're doing meetups. You're talking to people in Starbucks one at a time. What it doesn't matter. It does not matter what you do. What matters is that you do it and you do it consistently. All those methods will work if you do them consistently. None of them will work if you do them half-assed and sporadically and when you feel like it or when Mm -hmm. you're motivated or when you have time or whatever. None of it works that way. But they all work if you if you know if someone if people investors know that you're going to be sitting at that table in Starbucks every day from you know 10 mm-hmm. to 12 or whatever it is and they can come and talk to you and you just have like a calendly set up and people just schedule appointments with you yeah. and you're there and and you're there even if people don't show up yep. right like that when you do that you will grow your list yeah, right? absolutely you, you will and you will grow your list if you do a podcast every Tuesday mm-hmm. for a year right yeah. so whatever it is you got to do it consistently yeah, there's just a couple of things to wrap this up. One thing I know about both of us is we want people to have better financial futures. That's that's why we do what we do, right? We I, I don't know about you, but I get a kick out of a student doing a deal a lot more than I get buying the next house, right? I, I got enough of them. But yeah, when I get a note from students, because right now I'm running a, a what I'm calling a 500 challenge from June 1st, 2021 till May 31st, 2022, where I'm trying to see if students and followers of mine can do 500 single family homes or, you know, residential purchases. And I did 162 over 18 months. So we've tripled the volume and we've shortened it by a third. So we're going to, we're going to see what's what. So I know we both want people to win. And I know you have something pretty special going on today. There's going to be a link below. Why don't you tell them what that is? Yeah. So I am uh, opening up my ignition sequence program. This only happens twice a year. This is basically the accelerated version of multifamily launchpad. Uh, the traditional multifamily launchpad is a program where uh, it's, it's monthly and you sign up and you get the, the whole course, you get monthly calls with me, uh, you get the Facebook group, there's support. But Ignition Sequence, it's like the countdown on yeah. the launchpad, right? I love it's that compressed, name. compressed into seven weeks. I'm gonna, I personally take you through the program we do a call every week over those seven weeks and um, you know, Facebook support and everything, but it's, it's just an accelerated process to get, basically if you need butt kicking mm-hmm. and you're the kind of person who's like, you know, I really want to do a multifamily launch pad. I know it's great, but I just, I've got a lot of distractions in my life and I know I need some accountability to get me through that program. This is what this is all for. This is, you know, you've got to show up on a call every week. You have to have consumed the material you have to have done the work, right? And, mm. and, and I'm gonna hold you accountable. And this gets people through that process of learning and launching. And, I like that. Uh, you know, we do like, we, we take a deep dive into underwriting, right? You know, so that we really can, we can dial that in. And this is just a great opportunity for people, you know, who wanna get the progress moving faster and are honest with themselves about whether they're really going to do it themselves or not. Right. Yeah. So um, that opens today. It's open for a week till the 17th. Nice. Uh, if you want to uh, sign up, 
uh, Michael will give you the link. And by the way, it comes with three really, if I say so myself, and people have said this to me, three really great videos before the sales video where there's no pitching at all. It's complete value. You will get a, a tremendous amount of value just from watching those videos. So even if you're not interested in the program, I encourage you to get those videos while they're still up. But we talk about how syndication works, how you get deals from brokers, how you raise money from investors, kind of the three basic pieces of all this. Uh, and then if you want to go further and you want to learn more and you want to really dig into these issues, dig into these areas and really learn them and have a kind of a step-by-step -step process of how you make it work, then you know ignition sequence is, is a great option for you. And then folks, if you have purchased the How to Get Started One Rental at a Time course, my online course, I'm just going to add pressure to Mr. Jonathan because we are still recording. He has agreed, folks, to add a syndication bonus section. So I'm adding pressure right now. It's being recorded. <laughs> you are now on blast, Jonathan. Uh, he is going to create something for us. He's so giving, so helpful. Uh, so I look forward to that being added to my course as a little teaser of Mr. Jonathan Twomley helping us understand syndication. Absolutely. So uh, Jonathan, any closing thoughts? And yes, again, the uh, link will be the first line of the description. Yeah, I mean, listen, you, you can do this on your own, right? I did it on my own. Michael, you learned on your own. I mean, I did. It, you don't have to buy no. coaching from somebody like us, right? No. Nope. And I'm, I'm the first person to say you don't have to. However, this, this will help you get further faster. And it just cuts out a lot of the, yeah. the trial and error and banging your head against the wall and like running into stuff that's unexpected like I yeah. did. I mean, yeah. this whole, my whole program is based on all the mistakes exactly. I made, and all, all, all of the stuff that I didn't know about yeah. before I went into it. And I read the books and I did some of the guru courses and like, yeah. and like I, you know, it's, but that, that's this, what this I was designed to fill in those gaps well, so that you don't deal with the stuff I dealt with when I started out. That's what I tell people all the time. Because when, when you get interviewed on other podcasts, right, they're always like, what would you do different this time? Or, you know, all of those kinds of questions. I'm like, I'd go a hell of a lot faster. It took yeah. me 15 years to replace two six figure incomes doing it on my own. I could, if I knew what I knew now and had to start over, I could do it in six or seven years. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's what's and there. And these programs, the good ones, and there, you know, there are schlocky programs out there too. Yeah. But they're the good programs are designed to, you know, teach you everything you need to know without any BS, and just get that learning curve shortened so that you don't spend so much time in the yeah. learning process. Focus, do you, the work. Focus, do the yeah. work. Yeah. yeah, very cool, Jonathan. This has been a great. I loved our two conversation, folks. Uh, this has been a great week, Jonathan. Thank you for your time, man. Absolutely. I'll see you next week, Michael. You got it.